What's up, everybody? All you cool cats and kittens, boys and girls. Welcome back to SOS number, is this six? Seven? Six? Thirty. Sounds about right. Jude's on top of the game. I wrote this one. Listening to it on Spotify. Yeah, listen, doing a little Spotify podcast action in high school when you're supposed to be uh, learning, becoming a well-rounded citizen of the world. I've got a C in the class about the language that I speak and write in every day, so we're just fine. <laughs> Good. That's what we're looking for. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, I got my classes going now, too. But mine are all about, like, banking, things like that. The Rothschilds, bond markets, exciting things like that. And there are cute girls in my class, so I have to, like, consistently act like I know what I'm talking about when it comes to bonds and finances and stuff. And I use words like appreciation and inflation and dollars that I don't fully understand what they mean, but my professor is nice and he helps me through it. I mispronounce things, stumble when I speak. I threw up twice today in the lecture on the cam. But other than that, it's it's been going pretty well. I think I've got a couple uh, a couple potential takers, so I'll keep you posted on that. We'll uh, give you some updates on the romantic life moving forward. But um, but yeah, yeah, we're back from the snowmobile trip to the wonderful winter wonderland known as Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Exciting stuff. Had a good time. Did a lot of uh, snowmobiling. Not as much snow as we wanted. It's really only about a foot to a foot and a half of snow for most of the places that we went. Ideally, you have more like three or four. But we're going back in March. Hopefully, we'll have a little more pow. More fresh pow, bro. And by snow, do you mean a little... <laughs> yeah, Jude, yes. Yes, Three to four feet of cocaine on the ground. That's that's usually what we uh, what we snowmobile through. So I'm glad you're on the ball with that. But uh, I'm glad that our grandparents get to hear their freshman grandson talking about cocaine. Talking about three to four feet of nose beers. Yeah, yeah. yeah get that. I'm sure that's what they want. But yeah, it was a good trip. Uh, young Jackson won seven hundred dollars off of uh, her father and myself and other grown men of the of the party that went. So. He will be purchasing us a Sony A6400 camera to be recording this podcast on very shortly here. For sure, yeah, have that finger. It definitely lets me know that my answer is correct. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. The house that we rented was on, was it Little Manistique Lake, I believe is what it is, in Curtis. And it's a beautiful house, absolutely beautiful house. It was this cabin. It was like you walk in and right in the center of the, like the great room is this staircase that leads up to the second floor, which is like a kind of half loft. And then on either end of it is two bedrooms and there's three full bathrooms in it. And I consider myself a bit of a, a shower connoisseur. Like anytime I go somewhere, <clears throat> I like to sample the showers, I like to see what other people are working with. I like to work the controls. I like to see what kind of designs they have going on. And they did not disappoint. There were some pretty interesting showers. So let me walk you through it. Shower number one was on the first floor, right next to the sauna. Actually, no, I, I shouldn't say that. There's four showers. In the sauna that they had, there was like a shower head thing. I didn't sample that one because I didn't want to shower in a sauna. I didn't think that I had an intimate enough relationship with said cabin to shower in a sauna. So I avoided that. But we did sample the shower in the first floor, which is like an all-white, like psych ward-esque room with a huge tub big old tub i'm talking like three feet deep nine feet wide like shaquille o'neal could take a bath in this thing on the wall when you first walk in there's a very large like 18 by 24 inch 
portrait of these babies who I'm assuming are the members of the family. I'm guessing that they didn't go to a thrift shop and pick up a portrait of children that aren't their own. But there are babies that are on the wall. And the first time I walked in, I thought that they were naked. But upon not perverted, very quick second glance, I realized that they were in diapers. So I guess that's kind of okay. But it's a strange thing to have looking right at you as you are showering with extremely, extremely clean glass sliding doors on the shower that aren't even slightly tinted or modified so like people can pretend that they can't see you naked while you're showering. Wait, 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 those, that glass, it slid? Yeah. Did you climb over it? <laughs> no, no, no. You jumped. You jumped into the shower over the top it, of the glass. Wait, you're talking about the bathroom that was down by the sauna? Yeah. So there was like a quarter section of glass. Mm-hmm. You're saying that, that extended the whole length of the tub? Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to just spray water on the ground? <laughs> no. No, you could actually get in the shower. No, no, no. Yeah, I could get in the shower because it was condensed down to like a quarter of the tub. It oh. was just the front, like basically by the shower head. And then if I wasn't cupping my hands around the shower head, the whole I, ground was soaked. Did you not fully understand how the shower worked? That. No, no, I got the shower down. It was the glass that contained said bathtub. Okay. That well, there was not enough of it. We can talk about that at a different time. Okay. But yes, it it did close. So I mean, you didn't have to <laughs> essentially shower with half of it open. I just held trying the held to the use up. <laughs> yeah to use your body as a shield to keep it from getting all over the bathroom. Yes, yes, you could have closed it. Something do in California. The dumbest design ever if that was a thing. Yeah. Well, apparently Jackson thought that that's how the shower engineers made it. But anyway, then the second bathroom, also on the first floor, was like a triangle. So you walked in, and the toilet was at the head of the triangle in the really narrow little corner. And then there was the shower and sink that were at the, I guess, under the butt of the triangle. I don't know what you call that. It's been a while since I've been in geometry. But, like, the butt of said triangle. Sure. I mean, it was it was uh, not, not a right triangle. Not an obtuse triangle. What's the one where it's, like, the perfect, like, 60s? Like, the 60-degree angle triangle, like that. Sure. It wasn't that cute, but it was pretty cute. So, anyway. It was, it was a pretty hot triangle. So, anyway. In that shower is a bunch of, like, brick and mortar. Not even, not even that. Like, stone with mortar floor on it. With a bunch of different sized and height stones as the base that you have to stand on. And it was really pretty and really cool. And it had one of those giant shower heads on one side of the wall. And then another shower head on the other one that ran simultaneously. That was the one that you could take off and you could get it to wherever you needed to clean on some strange angles. I can appreciate that. Brought two things to mind. Thing number one, I feel like that's designed in large part to simulate people showering at the same time. Now, outside of like a movie where people have sex in a shower and that's like a cool thing. How many times would you like a normal, rational, reasonable adult person be like, hey, I'm going to shower simply to clean myself. Would you also like to do it at the same time? Hey, man, give me the implement. No. I mean, th- that obviously doesn't work. And at that point, it's just a waste of water. So you just have two shower heads running at the same time. Are we that wealthy? I mean, I guess w- we have a cabin on a lake, so maybe. You can have a head shower mm-hmm. and then a butt shower head. So one's just... But they're both on the same angle is what I'm saying. So, I mean, I mean, I guess you could be running two, two fronts and two holes. I mean, you could be making that work with a shower if you really wanted to. But that's not even my main quarrel with said shower. Said shower, like I said, is on the stones where you're standing. And what happens to stones when they become wet? 
They get they get slippery. So your boy, during the course of this shower, starting with my feet, standing about a shoulder width distance like a normal person would, gradually throughout showering process, sliding more and more and more until I'm a 17-year-old cheerleader performing at the homecoming pep rally doing the splits, right? Right? Okay. So then my poor hamstrings, which are not nearly as strong as my quads and or the rest of my thick self, have to just give all they got to just and just bring me right back to tree pose, right in the middle of that shower, right? Like four separate times during my showering experience. And that's not even a joke, bro. That's the truth. That's God's truth right there. You can you could pray about that tonight and he might be able to beam a dream of of me the real thing that happened from a heaven's point of view down with my genitals blurred out like on TV and you might be able to see it happen all right that's all I'm gonna say third shower <laughs> I didn't think this is how this one was gonna go third shower top floor easily the nicest one still a strange triangular shape. I don't know what the homemaker had in mind when they decided to build all of their bathrooms in the shape of triangles. Apparently, when this place was made, triangle bathrooms was all the rage, right? So in this bathroom, it's very similar layout to the one, the second one on the first floor that I was just talking about. Said toilet is in the nose of the triangle, and then the sink and shower are towards the butt of the triangle. We'll call it that because I don't know the official terms. I'm not a, well, I think bottom and butt usually pretty much are regarded as being the same thing. Anyway, anus, yes. So in this shower was kind of cool, but again, a strange layout. Get into said shower again, guess what? Still two shower heads. So in case, hey, you want to like differentiate when asking, I'm assuming is your significant other, hey, would you like to have a non-sexual shower? In the upstairs bathroom, as opposed, as opposed to the downstairs bathroom. I, I know our fellow couple that we have here swinging with us are using that one downstairs, yeah. so we could hop upstairs. Yeah, but again, it's not sexual because you could probably do that like four times, then you'd be like, okay, we did it, haha, it's over, not anymore. So if you are proceeding to do more of it, it's not sexual. It's literally just like, hey, can you pass me the soap? I need to clean myself. <laughs> That's what it is. That's the whole thing. I mean, maybe it's a chubby guy and he needs to be getting multiple angles consistently. And if, you know, that's the case, then more power to him. But but the best part of this bathroom, right, is there's a shower. Oh, hold on, Grace texted me and asked me if I want Taco Bell. Do I want Taco Bell? Yeah, I want nacho well, fries. Judy can't have it. <laughs> nacho fries and two Baja Blast. All right, I want like one pull off of one of your Baja Blasts because I don't really need all that. But I do need fries with nacho cheese. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, you already this shower. Today? This shower. Yeah, but that's a different thing. This shower has like a half bar, like walk up pool bar setup where like a girl in a bikini would be serving you like a mojito. So it's right up next to the sink. So if someone were brushing their teeth. You could have a PG-rated conversation with them through said bar because it would be blocking you from the waist down. 
but you could hang your arm over it and you could say something clever like you come here often to again probably your significant other who lives in the house with you I mean, I'm just, I guess. I mean, what else would it be there for? You have 75% of a shower and one, the other 25 where it's supposed to be is the rest of it is a half bar. I mean, what are you going to put a keg in there next? What are you going to do? You have a dartboard? Is it a, do you entertain in this shower? Is it like Seinfeld where Kramer decides to live in said shower and make salads in it and stuff? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's what people have in mind. Maybe they're the next level of shower connoisseur. Like, apparently, I am not on that level yet. But one day, one day, my house is probably going to have, like, 17 different showers in it. And I'm going to shower four to five times a day in one shower and then transition. And I'm going to have a schedule. So it's going to be, like, odd-numbered days. I do an even number of showering in said bathrooms on these floors. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be the shower guy. That's what it's going to be forever. No, Microwave. but here's the thing. I, I don't plan on like living in said shower. I'm just going to spend most of my time there. I'm not going to be a savage. I'm actually going to like leave to cook, leave to, actually I can probably have a TV hooked up in there if I wanted to. If you want to heat up two hot and ready pizzas in the shower, mm-hmm. what do you do? You put them in the shower microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my hot and ready pizza oven in my shower. Yeah, yeah we could probably do that. A hole in said shower. Mm-hmm. Come in and grab. Come in and grab. Okay. But yeah, anyway, aside from the showers and the snowmobiling, it was uh it was a pretty a pretty I guess fun weekend. It was depressing seeing all the closed down businesses because of the the COVID restrictions. Like pretty much every town in the UP is dead. So that's definitely not cool. But um the the ten hour ride to yeah. whatever place we went to, mm-hmm. which I can't remember the name of was it was like five hours, but still. It felt like But I also had uh, a fun encounter with a clerk at a gas station on the way back down, which was noteworthy. And just, I think, sums up me as a person pretty damn well. So we go into this gas station. And, you know, I'm on vacay. I'm saying pretty much no to the dietary restrictions. We're just having fun. Being young, wild and free, eating candy. Because for me, that doesn't imply partying and drugs and alcohol. It just means that I'm going to eat until I pass out. So was in the process of doing that for like the fourth day straight. I'm like, I've had almost every kind of candy that I could ever want to eat. I've eaten so many venison snack sticks, burgers, bags of chips, milk, Sprite, etc. Etc. Yeah, just drink glasses of milk. I love milk. Milk's fantastic. But anyway, I'm like, what haven't I had in a while that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy? 100 grand bars. I'm like, I'm looking through, yeah, I'm looking through the little candy thing. I'm like, I've had 95,000 pounds of M&Ms in my life. Hershey bars are too plain. Crunch bars are good, but what's a step above a crunch bar? 100 grand bar. No, not a, Snickers are very good, but if we're being honest, I think I had eight Snickers over the weekend. That's not a joke. That's like the like that's like not even kidding around. That's the snowmobile food. You go to gas stations, you get a yellow Gatorade, and then you get a couple Snickers bars. You put them in the saddlebag of the snowmobile. You drive for like an hour. It freezes, and then you have something to like gnaw on when you stop. I didn't, I didn't catch on to that so soon good. enough. It's I, uh, so good. I was just chilling, like, damn, I'm fucking thirsty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd look around. Nobody was really. People would just sip and then put it right back. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna ask. You know, I'm just yeah. gonna. 
I'll hold on to this. You gotta stack up. Yeah, no, I was I was chilling, and then Dad proceeded to take us on whatever how many hours he like said a seven we were hour ride. Like yeah. a seven hour ride. Mm-hmm. Right. Didn't start eating snow, huh? Didn't do it. That actually makes me sweat more. I don't know if you knew that. That does. It's it's very rough. Huh? Well, I bet too. I, I, yeah, Ben Sleep, a buddy of mine at the gym, told me a story about that, like eating snow on a ski trip and then getting super sick from that. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked. 100 grand bar. So I'm at this gas station. I get 100 grand bar, right? I bring it up to the cashier. I've got I've got that wad of cash right there, right? I've got that wad of cash. It's an old it's an older lady. We're gonna we're gonna say late 50s, early 60s, right? Somebody who I would assume has a husband or a man in her life that makes stupid jokes to her all the time. So like she's probably gonna like play back and forth with me on this one. Right, so I go up there, and she says, "All right, that'll be two nineteen." So I pull out my little wad of cash, and I'm counting it out. And as I'm sa- as I'm counting it, I go, "Wow, two nineteen for a hundred grand—that's a heck of a deal." And she looks at me, and I look at her for a good two and a half to three seconds, no facial expression, just eyes. And she goes, "Yep," <laughs> and that was it. And I say that stuff for me. For me, I say those jokes, not because anyone else likes them, but because I'd like to see people not like them because it makes me laugh. It makes me happy that I had that moment. And the two of us are always going to have that moment. That woman's going to be on her deathbed and she's going to be like that guy that one day. She's going to be like, man, my dog died earlier that week. I'm in the middle of COVID lockdowns. I'm working at a gas station in the middle of nowhere in northern Michigan. And this guy comes in on a Sunday afternoon and says, that's a heck of a deal for a hundred grand. And that was me on a Sunday. And that's the story of my life, really, at the end of it. I confront strangers with stupid jokes that are so obvious and so dumb that no one finds them to be funny except for me. And they say it with me now, hate me for it. And that's okay. I can live with that. I can live with being the villain. The bad guy in this story is me. So, I am a, th- I am a giant purple guy with how many, how, how many, I was, trying, I was about to say nutsack of a chin yesterday, but I was trying to think of how many infinity stones there were. Is there six, five, who knows? Six. Yeah, I was going to say, it's every finger and then one in the middle, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we watched that today. And that's one of those movies that is so much more than once. It's so much of a meme. Every single scene is a meme template. Well, it's Every such single scene. a long, compact, wrapping everything up. Like, yeah. I know you guys all forgot about this, but somebody's going to remember it, so we're going to wrap this up too and throw it in there. Remember this part? Remember this? Iron Man 1, Black Panther, the original Thor, tied up, Easter egg to this. It is a lot of that, I'll be honest with you. I did thoroughly enjoy the movie. Did I almost cry in the theaters? Maybe. Maybe I did. Who knows? Maybe I did. Allegedly. It's a great movie. But what I'm saying is it's so much of a meme that it's almost difficult to watch. Because you're like, you know that, uh, like the Leonardo DiCaprio where he's like sitting up and pointing at the TV meme, that one, right? It's like that, there's a meme of that that I saw where it goes, when you see this scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it's that scene, and he's pointing at it. It's like me doing that, but it's every single scene in Avengers Endgame. It's the same thing with uh, Revenge of the Sith. It's the exact same thing. It's like Avengers Endgame, for example. Which I still I watch see, once a week. It's a great movie. But it's like, I see this as an absolute win. What the hell happened here? You took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. Um, no, I don't think I 
no, I don't think I will. Yeah, there's like all those different meme templates and it's just so much hitting you all the time. It's like every 19 seconds, it's a meme that's just right in your face, which I can appreciate because I do love memes. But like, again, Revenge of the Sith, um, there's a lot of like, hello there, like that kind of stuff. Well, there, first of all, yeah, I laugh, literally laugh out loud and genuine LOL Yeah. when Lol. they say that. But um, there was the kid at the end of Avengers Endgame who was just standing there and everyone was like, who the hell is this? Iron like, Man 3. Oh, we brought back the kid from Iron Man 3, and he actually mm-hmm. hit puberty and is a foot taller. You guys didn't realize that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, but thanks for making me go home and look it up. I didn't have anything <laughs> else to do. <laughs> I don't have a life. Hollywood. <laughs> Listen, John Favreau, you don't think that I have a life? You think I want to go home and look up who the kid was at the end of Avengers Endgame? And just to find out, he's the kid who was kind of in Iron Man 3 for like 27 and a half minutes while he's trying to fix the Iron Man suit? You think I wanted that? That's like what it is. Do you think that the, I, I care that that kid got a privileged workshop that he probably ruined <laughs> in a year or two? Maybe he's addicted to meth. I don't know. Make maybe, a sequel. Maybe he sold all of the things that Tony gave him yeah. just for drugs. There's there's a, a like exit interview and he goes, yeah, I, I helped him uh, rebuild the Iron Man suit uh, about six months after he gave me that super state-of-the-art workshop to build things. I just, uh, he, he just I fell like into a... uh, slam poetry and that's uh, what I do now. So he gave me that workshop. I host <laughs> I host slam poetry sessions in the workshop and people sit on the equipment. I te- personally, I don't know how to build shit, so I, I hired a mechanic. He said, a lot of this shit is just paper mache and garbage. <laughs> I said, all right. Uh, he paid me for one socket set. Um, later, the barn burnt down. Unfortunate. Yeah. Put some wet hay in the mow. We don't have a hay field. I don't know how it got up there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, my mom died. So my mom died. there's yeah. that. There was that super complex AI that was capable of uh, not only computing anything that I needed it to, but was also completely self-aware. We did let that burn down in the barn fire, so that was kind of a sad day. But other than that, we did took it to a pawn shop. They totally drugs. misjudged what it was. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they thought it was a Game Boy Color, so I got 37 cents for it. But, you know, they, some people call it the steal of the century. <laughs> but... <laughs> Walk down the road, that 37 cents, got mugged. Don't even have it. I didn't even get to buy the gumball that I had in mind with the money that I had. I was even going to take the two pennies, nickel, and dime and ask for it to be consolidated into a coin that doesn't exist. I'm going to have it be minted. They actually gave me the change wrong. It was like a shit ton of nickels and two pennies. They meant to sell it to me for thirty-seven cents, but they sold know, it to me for forty-two. I know. I know you spent a little bit of your time being like a cashier or whatever, making change. Mm-hmm. When somebody gives me the wrong change, like not like it's the right number, but you give me way too many nickels and dimes. Yep. Like, maybe you ran out of quarters. I don't know. Maybe I just I look at my hand and I'm like, why do I have thirty-six <laughs> pennies? <laughs> okay. No well, if you're getting thirty-six pennies, you have issues. They probably just hate you. But yeah, no, that sometimes happens. The best part is when people pay in cash at a restaurant and you have to give them like, like, let's say their bill is like twenty nine oh seven. They give you like 30, right? So you have two things. You can either eat the seven cents personally, which is usually like, especially when you're busy is the thing to do, or you can reach into your own like coin bank and you can pull out like a bunch because like you're your own bank when you're a server. So you can pull into your own bank and you can make them the change. Sometimes if people suck, your boy gives them the change. Your boy gives him like seventeen nickels <laughs> and four pennies. 
<laughs> I put it right on the table. And I don't like like sprinkle it like cheese across pasta on the table because that's extremely disrespectful. But I'll put down a fistful of metal right on that table and I'll make eye contact and say, you have a nice day now, all right? And the best part is, is that you always get it back because they never want it. So then you get to sweep all that back up and throw it right back in your apron. I'm not going to say where it was because I don't want there to be an issue. But working somewhere, somebody comes through and they want to buy for 60 people behind them an entire Mm -hmm. Junior League baseball team. Mm -hmm. And he says, here's my card. Once they've all ordered, I'll come back through and we'll pay for it. I said, sweet. So this guy comes through, another car comes behind him, and then another car who's not with his party. So now I have his running bill on the register and then this person. I don't have two registers. <laughs> so let me go ahead, finish his, wrap it up, put it over here, then do yours. Then he comes through and he goes, Is it, you done? I said, I got two cars. He goes, oh, there should be like eight. And I said, all right, come back when they're done, I guess. Two more cars come through, then another car in between. So now I have like 12 sticky notes full of numbers. And I'm trying to put them together. My phone is dead. I'm just doing mental math, mm-hmm. putting numbers together. And he goes, you done? So I just started punching numbers in. Like, it might have been like 40 bucks too high. Mm-hmm. And I was, yeah, this is what you get, man. This yeah. is terrible. You make it work. Because even though that's like the nice thing to do, right? Where you're like, oh, we're going to pay for all these checks that are all these separate things and blah, 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 terrible blah. Terrible for that's the cool. person doing it. That sucks. Okay. Restaurant story for you. I had a group once that was in like our back room where we hosted our big party where they, I think it was 28 people and it was 27 separate checks. Right. So everybody was basically everybody was separate. There was like one couple splitting up. So you ring in everything on one bill and then you split it up after the fact. So you have to keep everything organized in the exact way that it is. Then once you get everything organized and printed, you have to take it back to them and then they have to, you know, pay in however it is that they do. Some people pay in cash, some people pay in card. Long story short, it takes like mm, 30 minutes to cash people out. And there's people like sitting around like wanting to leave, understandably so, but all of you douche canoes paid separate for your $14 bills. I have 26 credit cards in my Mm -hmm. head. Yeah. Yeah. But and then who is... Cheryl. Honest to God. That's exactly how that works. You're like, I've got a uh, an MSU FCU one, but it's like the white with the green stripe. It's not the Spartan helmet. Your it's name is sh- rubbed off. Yeah, I'm I can't gonna, I'm I just going to really throw tell. all these or, and you guys just brain or, them. And then the best part is, is when they have like some names that aren't like Zach, Ryan, and John that are a little bit more spicy, and you have to try to pronounce them in front of the group of people. That's when it gets really fun. That's when it gets really fun. Because Sometimes. especially when it's like Indian names, and you're like, oh, I'm not racist. Come on. What is this? We can do this. And it just doesn't work. And it just falls out of your mouth like a dead fish. And it hits the ground and smacks. And everybody looks at it and is confused. And you're like, it looks like this one. <laughs> and that's what you can do. That's just awful. It was like, do you remember when, like, when you were 7th and 8th grade and I used to call your football games from the from the booth? Oh, and the moms would come up and just yeah. pass. And it would be, you know, kids from the inner city Lansing schools that are... A little bit, as I said before, a little more spicy. There's a lot less mayonnaise on those teams. And the names tend to be a little bit more complex than the names in the white towns, right? So, yeah, so there's a lot of, like, 
names with accents on things and a ton of vowels with like one consonant and there's a lot of just things that don't make sense to my tongue that isn't used to seeing or and or pronouncing those things so there's the window open i'm like up on the press box on top of the bleachers trying to make the right sounds with my mouth and it's just not quite working and so there's a lot of people yelling out it's malachi from the stands as i'm doing it that's how i feel often enough conducting large parties at a restaurant it's exactly like that i do love to see the credit cards where it's like a nice old man and his wife literally have a picture of themselves mm -hmm. on a park bench mm -hmm. as the picture for their credit card mm -hmm. i like to stop and admire and maybe even make a comment like that's pretty cool yeah anytime somebody has like a thing on their credit card where it's like they went out of their way to have that be that, especially if you're being tipped, you should always make a point to say, I really like what you did with this here. This because, is fantastic. Because that's, at the end of the day, what they're looking for. That's what gets them off. You're not, you're not getting your picture, your own face, plastered on the thing that you conduct transactions with on a regular basis if you don't want people to talk about how much they like it. Do you remember the... Oh, you can't stop. Hold on, dude. Do you remember the postcard i can't remember, i don't even know what you would call it the thing that brad did where he laid in the oh woods. the christmas card yeah yeah if i could do a picture of myself laying in the woods by myself as a christmas card but then put it on my credit card so when i hand people my you credit card it's me laying in the woods in the fall like naked but with a pumpkin over your crotch yeah i could see that and everyone has to look at it all the time hmm? yeah Fantastic. you have to hand it to cashiers consistently face up i would go in at I'm, the gas station to prepay inside with my credit mm -hmm. card opposed to using mm -hmm. it at the pump yeah but you would hand it to them not like with your like between your fingers you would lay it flat on your palm and just like offer it to them as a gift <laughs> you would say here's my card and every time they would just point to the actual card reader and say you have to put it in there and you would say and you would hold it there for a little bit longer I with them i don't know how you do it but yeah. the only thing blocking your area uh -huh. is the chip yeah, and you gotta say, put the chip in the. Ooh, my nacho fries. <laughs> Those are actually for Jude and Jackson, but I do want to pull eventually. But yeah. But no, yeah, you you hold the card there, like I said, flat on the palm. You offer it up, and you have to maintain eye contact for the entirety of the time that they're looking at it. And while she, I'm assuming it's a she, is explaining to you that you have to put in the chip reader, you knowing full well that you have to, you just leave it there for an extra couple seconds. What do you think? Does it have cheese with these? But you have to cheese for me. Yeah, they tend to do that. That's how French fries work at restaurants. Why is there so many napkins everywhere? Okay, good. Hey, hey, are you... You're really going to run away and leave me with seven nacho fries in this box? Okay, okay. You eat that. No, eat, eat the food and then bring me back the bag so I can funnel them into my mouth. We run a, a, a they, they do really skimp you at Taco Bell. If anybody at Taco Bell hears this, please make sure that you load your nacho fry little I will never hit things here. I went through Taco Bell five nights in a row and got five free Baja Blasts. I think the chick was pretty into me, and she wanted me at the end of the day mm -hmm. to fill out like a customer service review. I didn't get her number. She wasn't. She was more maybe like a six, but I really abused those free Baja oh. Blasts. I came through there. Every day until maybe she got fired. Listen, the world is run by sizzling sixes and stone cold sevens. You got to give those people respect. You really do. Here's my question for you. What do you think you are, number wise? Four. It's called I don't give a fuck. 
Okay, well, you have to have a number. And it would imply, it would lead me to believe that if you think that she's a six and the way you're talking about sixes, it would mean that, that you're above I would, a six. That I would mean I'm, yeah. I think one, that I probably am. One, I would say I probably am a six sure. or a seven, but I'm not mentally ready to accept that I can't get better than an eight. Okay. Eights, eights are pretty top shelf. Yeah, you know, eights are pretty. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever met. Um, like if we're we're saying like some Victoria's Secret models as far as like body and face go or tens, I don't think I've met any of those. Well, I mean, those people aren't really real, but yeah. Yeah, no, like the the chicks. I think those the have their own kneecaps, like where they edit the picture <laughs> and they just don't have a kneecap. It's just like a freaking Barbie. I haven't met them yet. Yeah, I think those are just their own kind of strange, alien-esque thing. I do want to loop back to the gas station thing. Okay, we're back to it. Because I went, I took your car to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Didn't go to the gym. Didn't go to the gym, but yeah, that, that's, that's regard. Let's not talk about the car. Okay. I, uh, I went to get to the gas station because you didn't have a lot of gas. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, pulled up next to the pump. I got out of the car. I went to start pumping gas. And I'm like, the fuck, it's not on this side. It wasn't on the driver's side. And then I'm like, I've been driving Cole's car easily a year and a half, maybe mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. I've never put gas in your car. Yep. Not even, I, I, I've given you gas money, like actual cash in your oh, hand. So much cash, wow. Yeah, mm. not really. Nope. I'm a pr- pretty much a douche. <laughs> but uh, I was like, how the f- did I make it this far without putting gas in his car? Yeah, it's a wild thing, isn't it? But appreciate also, you coming in my car. Yeah, no, yeah, no problem. It was like 20 bucks. It was pretty mm-hmm. cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to get a decent tip, you don't just say, "Hey, I like your picture." You say, "Hey, can I get a copy of this?" <laughs> can I photocopy your credit card real quick? Not for the like the actual account information for your money. Can I get just the photo of you and your wife sitting on a park bench so I can have it? Thank you. <laughs> That's what I would prefer. I need that in my life. I'm gonna dangle it from my rearview mirror in my car like dice. <laughs> I'm going to get to see the two of you every day when I start my car in the morning. As I think about all the ways my life went wrong. That's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. But anyway, oh, other exciting news this weekend. Shot my shot on Instagram. And uh, I think they they make the rims a lot narrower than they used to. (laughs) So. I don't even want to talk about this. I just feel uncomfortable. Listen, sometimes you try, and sometimes you fail. And I'm not going to say that I'm trying I to find a good analogy so. here. It was almost like I'm a professional. Not Sorry, I'm going re- to rephrase this. <laughs> I own a, a bowling alley, mm-hmm. okay? I have thousands of bowling balls. And you decided, balls? I'm going to go bowling today. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to my brother's bowling alley. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go to the ghetto bowling alley no i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to a side street i'm gonna go to a side street bowling alley <laughs> no I'm not a, a bowling alley just a side street with pins the side there's just pins. some dudes and i'm gonna use a ping pong ball because i don't have a bowling ball <laughs> jackson has bowling balls but i'm gonna use this ping pong ball and i'm just hoping i'm gonna knock these pins down are you implying I, that you have a bunch of like ins for me with women not only do i have ins i can tell you how to not do whatever the fuck you did <laughs> <laughs> okay so here's listen i'm not like the creepy guy i'm not like what are you doing i'm not okay, like that guy but sometimes i'm saying sometimes like you can nice try to sincere not be the creepy guy things the whole line where 
I'm not a creepy dude is immediately, my okay, brain I, wasn't there, but now it is. <laughs> I didn't go, hey, I'm not the creepy guy. This isn't usually how I do this, but um, what you doing? I don't like to say that. I had a nice, well thought out thing that I said as my, as my like opening into the conversation. And apparently it wasn't meant to be. That's what it was. You might as well have just said, hey, you 18. <laughs> no, I'm not going to read it. That. I can't read it. That would be, that would be way too much. No, I did not ask her if she was 18. No, like, I'm just saying that's what a creeper would say. You didn't say that. I know, I didn't say that, because, yeah. again, that is, that in fact, what a creeper says. Yeah. But I didn't do that. But it did open my eyes up to the possibility of just shooting my shot a lot. Like being like Russell Westbrook. No, you got to do it just ridiculous amounts. I don't do it enough. Spreading seed all throughout. Feeding the ducks. A little five-on-one, you know? Five-on-one. Feed the ducks. A little free literature. Free literature. Distributing it. Yeah. You know, all over this town. Like, I had a lot of, like, really bold ideas for just, like, what if I talk to this person and this person and this person and this person? And I didn't do any of those things because Genuinely. at the end of the day, that's not how I operate. But I was like, huh. So this is, like, what people do. They just, like, converse with people the opposite sex, like, on a regular basis. Which was, oh, he's, like, deep in the Taco Bell bag. <laughs> he's, he's trying to get some nacho fries. We were, because we were traveling, yeah. there is a lot of attractive women at airports. I don't care what airport you're at. What do you mean? What airports I, are you going to? There's all kinds of attractive women. Yeah, I, just, I saw plenty of attractive women just walking by. In Lansing, Michigan, at the airport, there's just a no, bunch of dimes? Like, mostly. No, definitely Chicago. Chicago was, nice. was, there were some good well, ones. there's 8,700,000 people that are got O'Hare. If you so want to meet people, go hang out in a freaking airport, man. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a lot of plane tickets, but aside from that, O'Hare is one of the largest airports in North America, which... On any given day is the population of, like, one of the 15th largest cities in North America. So, yeah, you're probably going to bump into somebody that isn't totally ugly. But beyond that, I don't know what you look like when you travel, but I know that what I look like when I travel is kind of like Shrek, but like a tired Shrek. God, right? God makes you a nine. You're proud of being a nine, so you look like a nine when you go to an airport. Huh. Now, okay, so for me, well, I, I guess Chicago airport was nice. Yeah. Detroit, there was way too many just full women. There's a lot of big guys in Detroit. No, there is. Detroit works harder. No, Detroit hustles harder. That's what it is, right? Did you see all those t-shirts? Detroit not. versus everybody? I did not see those. No? Oh, because everybody hates Detroit? No, just everybody hates Detroit because it sucks. I don't see it a lot. That's mainly what it is. But I, I love myself. This is going to sound gay. I like seeing really, like, well-shaven, not gay... But like well shaven, <laughs> well groomed, good smelling, really well dressed, man, white, white, and, white and black guys. Oh man, just, they're going to work. I just said, man, it's okay. It's okay. You can say it. Say the M word. M E N. Yeah, I'm pretty into hot dudes too. Actually, now that you mention it, I'm pretty it. into hot dudes. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a big fan. Uh, it's like no. being a good smelling man. Like when guys are like really well kept and like uh, you know, <laughs> they wear like really nice, well uh, coordinated designer clothes. I'm into but, that, uh, bro. Well, I'm not gay though. Hold on, when yeah. me and Jackson were in uh, Florida, Jackson had an encounter with some b boy douchebags. Oh yeah, some kid just home. like because everybody buys all these Nike Air Force Ones. Mm. I'm just wearing these Crocs. Nike. No, Crocs. no, I'm wearing my Nikes. Oh, you're wearing Nikes. I was wearing tennis shoes. Black Nikes on the street. White Nikes. White Nikes on the street. Not like I spent $300 on Nike Air Force once. Like well, I like went to the Howell Outlet 
and got mm-hmm. it off the clearance I'll shelf. I'll off the mark. Good. Thank you. For, off the clearance shelf for probably $20. Mm-hmm. It's proceeded to run in the mud, mm-hmm. work out in these. Mm-hmm. Maybe let the dog pee on them. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the dog chewed for a while. Who knows? But yeah. And I walk past these guys in the mall. I hate the mall. I'm there because I have to be there. Mm-hmm. It's t- it feels weird to stand still, so I just walk. Walk the whole mall like Just walking woman. like figure eights by yourself in a mall. Yeah, no, not, not going for distance, going for speed. For speed and for time. Okay. If you got a zigzag, walk, fast, walk fast enough that no one's going to talk to you. You're a 58-year-old woman wearing a leotard, power walking at a mall is what you're saying. Yeah. With white Nikes. Okay. Proceed. The only, the only so they have, a, they have a kiosk. Right in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's it's two guys, probably 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Don't know how they got a kiosk. It must be pretty easy. <laughs> I I would imagine that there's not a super high demand for people to set up vendor shop kiosks in the middle of malls in 2021. Yep. But yes. Anyway. So they're, they're sitting there. And he goes, hey, yo, brother. White with guy. an A. White yeah. dude with a perm. <laughs> white guy or a white kid with a perm on his head. What is with the perm stuff? I don't know. I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, no one's a fan. I, I don't understand. Unless, people, unless you have a perm, of yeah. course. So anyway. But he goes, can I clean up them Nikes? And I look down like, oh, shit, yeah, I guess I am wearing Nikes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. always wear Crocs. It felt weird. I was like, wow, this is a terrible day for me to be wearing Nikes, isn't it? I, mm-hmm. I just totally categorized myself for these people. Mm-hmm. I said, nah, I'm good, man. Being polite. I walk around, and on the backside of his kiosk, he has his doppelganger twin who goes I'll throw you for two like is the first guy just gonna do one of my shoes <laughs> and then he was I'm doing like, a lot more than shoes bro yeah no I I immediately was like that's a sex ring that's just a cover up no hey way. uh listen here's my plan for uh, our sex ring we're gonna set up a mall kiosk in how many, western Florida how many young we're white, gonna get a how many young white girls wear Nikes a lot maybe I don't know you're roping in the young white girls. Did he just claw your face? Yeah, hardcore. <laughs> for the for the Nike shoe sex ring. Yeah, so hear me out. This is what this is what the sex ring is gonna be. So we're gonna set up a kiosk at a mall in Western Florida, right? Okay. It's gonna primarily be made up of dipping dots with Air Force Ones. We're gonna hire two white guys, blonde hair, blue eyes, extremely fair skinned, i.e. me. Can we wait? Like can we hold up? Who are giant, and I can't emphasize this word enough, giant douche canoes. But can we back our kiosk up to a sweaty Indian guy who's selling iPhone covers. Yes, uh, that's the only other guy that's there. But yes. Okay. Anyway, so we're gonna have this thing set up just right. They're going to like holler at people as they walk by, as if they were of a different ethnicity. Okay. Okay. So. They're going to lure people in. They're going to get insecure kids from Michigan that are on spring break that are like, man, my Nikes aren't quite as cool as I want them to be. One guy is going to make an offer. As he walks past, guy number two is going to make a counter offer that says, I'll do you for two. <laughs> then the guy says, well, this guy's willing to do both shoes. I guess I'll, take, I'll, I guess I'll take this offer. So we're going to lure him into said kiosk, knock him out, tie up his feet, hog tie him, Throw him in a giant hockey duffel bag, carry him out. <laughs> Both guys carry him out to said van. He wakes up in Venezuela and he belongs to the prime minister now. That's how it works. 
That's how it works. So so in the process yes. of making yeah. the decision to get your Nikes clean, okay, <laughs> I'll do you for two. I'll do you for two. <laughs> you're thinking, the first guy you walk by, he says, "Let me clean that Nike." As in one. <laughs> As in one. And you want the like, le- left or right? Like, what do you want? Like screw that! I need both my Nikes clean. The guy hits you with, "I get you for both," and you're like, "This is a deal." Too good. I didn't. I don't even think they're dirty. But if I can get it for two, I haven't seen that anywhere else. And then, to try to be like a lifeline because he sees it happen all the time, the other guy at the kiosk says, "Don't do it. It is unsafe." <laughs> Nobody has tried the dipping dots. <laughs> the dipping dots are a trap. They lure you in. They sell you to Venezuela. <laughs> and cancelled. Boom. <laughs> Ball game. It's all over now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, if this is in here, then I, I've definitely read into whether we can say that on this podcast or not. And decided <sighs> not to edit it out. Yeah, we're not we editing. call it a voice threat. We call it no edits, bro. Look it up. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Wow. Chris D'Elia got away with a lot of stuff until he didn't. Until he didn't. I miss Chris Lee so much. Yeah, maybe we so can just so like much. go sit in his front yard, crisscross applesauce, and let him talk. And just play that Jeremy Renner song from the podcast. Uh, just do that over and over again. And I walk away with a fat stogie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, his stories he would tell on his podcast are my favorite. That's what got me through my like last semester in the winter when I actually had to go to physical classes and be a real person. That's what got me through. Be trudging through the muck. Like a diesel, making my way downtown, walking fast, faces past, and I'm homebound. Just trudging, trudging, right? Two, three miles at a time. We're talking walking from like Acres Hall to like Brody, like making. I know that you guys don't understand that, but like, like a hike, hike and a half even. And I'm only getting through, only getting by by listening to Crystalia BS and tell like goofy stories that he's thought of the night before. That's it. That was my life. It would be do that. Go to the library, study, do homework, give horrible presentations about things that I didn't want to talk about in front of other people because I'm not a very good public speaker, and go home. And that's what I did for like six months. Over and over again. It was literally be like me get up in front, talk about a Supreme Court case that I didn't fully understand and or <laughs> like know much about, choke my way through said presentation, literally choke. Like, <laughs> like, I I wish, I wish and I don't wish that you guys could watch me do public speaking in front of people sometimes because it either goes extremely well and people are like, wow, what a promising future that young man must have. Or it's like, oh, it's like, <laughs> there's, it's there's like only two. It's like holding on to something. Yeah. And sometimes you chalk your hands up and you got a good grip. And mm-hmm. other times it's like, uh-oh, oh, it's getting yeah. worse. It's getting worse I've given, and I lost it. I've given like three meaningful speeches in my life and to large groups of people that are like not like so like what do you want to do with your life not like like a a pre-written little thing that i just kind of read off of like i need to be an orator for like a group of people and every single time i've literally blacked out in the middle and just like come back in and be like thank you so much and like oh (laughs) and like the look on people's faces are like like that's what it is, that's what it is. Once Confused, you, once you distraught. Drop said thing that you're holding on to, you never pick it back up. You never, never heard it. of it. Never heard of it ever. Yeah, I mean, well, that's even the same thing with these pods. 
I don't remember the content of anything that I've made in this. Oh, yeah, I said where I was going to start writing it down because we yeah. go in to write the, the sub notes, the descriptions mm-hmm. that no one is ever probably going to read. Mm-hmm. And we're like, what the hell did we just talk? Obviously, we talked about nothing. We're at 47, almost 48 minutes now, mm-hmm. and we haven't hit a single topic, and that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Because at this point, if you're here for the topics, you're not here. <laughs> you're gone. But, yeah, no, I was actually talking to my friend the other day, and I was we were just talking about, like, embarrassing moments in our life, which is, you know, a good time as I need to talk about it on a podcast. But when I was in ninth grade, I was in forensic class, not like the CI or CSI discovering the crime scene, checking for blood, things like that, DNA. No, like the like the speech thing, like the where you get up in front of crowds of people and you have like your thing and there's like a bunch of. Yeah, like essentially speech class, but it's called forensics. Like there's a forensics team and you like compete. Right. So I was there. I was in ninth grade. It's, it was open to, to all grades of kids, so it would be like ninth grade through 12th, right? And I remember being in ninth grade, I was like, you know, I think I was 14. And I remember that feeling of like trying to be cool and funny on a consistent basis so older kids would like you. Definitely remember that. Grace, you're smiling at me like you're like, yeah. But I remember that game, and I was lucky at the time because I played football. So like a lot of like the older football guys like knew me from sports and like kind of took a liking to me and like were my buddies. Like so – most of that class was wrapped up in me, like, trying to be funny and stupid and, like, a class clown. So a girl, her name was Christine, I remember that. She got up in front of the class and she gave, like, the first speeches that we were going to make, right? And I was going to follow her after that. And she gave, like, a very nice speech. It was very nicely done. Um, you know, being a, a teenager and speaking in front of your peers can be very nerve-wracking. She did a very nice job. And our teacher, Miss Bowen was her name, opened up the floor to, like, constructive criticism. And nobody was really saying anything. And me, like, being stupid was like, <laughs> I go, well, just try to, like, maybe act more relaxed and chill next time. Like, you did a very nice, like, not, like, and the way that I said it was kind of this, towing this line between being goofy but also trying to be nice and sincere. And then I got up next. And the speech that I gave was like a tool chest <laughs> falling down a flight of stairs. <laughs> It was like, it was like oh, choking on my own spit uh, involuntarily like nine times, heavy breathing, dry heaving into a bucket. I didn't go that far, but like it went like a train wreck. The worst thing that anyone has ever seen. Like I could have gotten up there and tried to give a lecture on quantum physics and probably done a better job. You know what I mean? Like I might as like it was people couldn't comprehend most of the words that I was attempting to say. Okay, well, I have a charity speech this week. I had yes. to talk about, I, no, I have to convince people to donate to an actual charity. Mm. Or I can make a charity up. So I'm thinking, I'll make a charity up. And then I got to thinking about that, too. There is a hundred bad ways I could do that. Mm-hmm. I could start talking the same way the person did before me who wants me to donate to St. Jude's Child Hospital. Where I'm, I'm running the same format, but I want you to donate to my Jedi cult. Mm. And everyone's like, gosh, yeah. this guy is a dick. Yeah. Or you could make it, like, sadistic. Like, you could make it, like, talking about the sex ring that we're apparently setting up at a mall in western Florida. <laughs> I mean, I that. think that that would be so far gone that people wouldn't even think I'm making fun of St. Jude's or Cancer mm-hmm. Foundation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I mean, we are currently Listen. hiring Listen. Like if you want help writing a speech, 
about why people should contribute to your sex ring that you're running out of Southern Florida or Western Florida, wherever it is. It could really be anywhere in that state at this point. I did I did talk about how a polar bear or a polar bear can murder another polar bear by working its way through the polar bear sex chain of all of the polar bear women in front of the class. I had to talk about polar bear sex. And he was fine with it. So maybe we can get away with talking about an Indian man and two douchey white kids with perms in a sex ring. Maybe yeah, different. He could probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you do the Jesse Ventura voice when you were talking this week too? Like, the Vietnam War started so it could never end. Like that? Oh, you God, that? I could definitely do Jesse Ventura. Yeah. My Jesse Ventura is terrible. I really am not very good at Jesse Ventura. Like, I ain't got time to do it, but... That would be the best, because if he could somehow become very good at impersonating I want to watch more him, stuff that he does. Yeah, no, Will Sasso? Will Sasso's amazing. I love Will Sasso. Well, Will, he's not actually, he was just impersonating. He's not actually Jesse Ventura, yes, he's, that's what you're asking. Is, I know, but Jesse Ventura, is he actually like a funny guy, or is that him being genuine? No, he's a super serious dude. He, I mean, he used to be a pro wrestler, he was in Predator, he was also the governor of Minnesota, and was some sort of special forces guy. And apparently he has dogs that can take down nuclear submarines. That's all that you really need to know about. I've got a silo full of tortillas. Yeah. Off the Puerto Rico islands. <laughs> yes. What, why? Yes. <laughs> got to be ready. Got to always be ready. Don't no. don't tell me that two canines can take down a submarine. I, I was going to say a group, <laughs> a group. canines. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Should we get into content now? Should I actually start talking about my uh, Grace says, mm, I don't like sports. Honestly, mm. I'm not a fan. I'm not going to lie to you, Cole. You probably yeah, Jude's right. You might be too far in. This is gonna be like let's do a non, a totally non-sports one. Yeah. I won't talk about Conor McGregor losing or uh, the Chiefs or Tom we can Brady or we like can that. wrap this one up and hit him with a Conor McGregor special. Let's do a really big. I don't, I don't know. No, no, no. We, we, make, like a we make a short segment on Conor McGregor and we just have this be a the prelude, the quaaludes, the quaaludes. <laughs> yes, same thing, exactly the same thing. We could do that. Or we could just leave like a timestamp. Do we know how to timestamp things? <laughs> Link in the description below, like and subscribe. If you know how to timestamp, you can have a job. Anywhere. You can have a job at Google if you know how to timestamp. No, like, I'll I'll pay you in ones. You'll pay me in ones, huh? I'm you'll do sure both how, of them? I'm not sure how many I'll, I'll do, but... You'll do both of them? Yeah. No, I just need somebody to teach me how to do 85% of this, but... This is what I think that we do. I think that we pause this baby right now. And then we'll just like transition to sports. And we leave the timestamp be like, if you if you hear for sports and stuff like that, come on in right at this little marker we got right here. And if you just want to do be who for the BS and talk about sex rings in Florida, then the stuff before that is what you want. Okay. So yeah. that's not a thing. I don't think it's, hold we on. have to that's make a separate video. This is not a 1955, sorry, 1855 movie where there's an intermission. Where you go to the theater, and everybody's like got okay. a bladder. And Listen to me. If you think that they were making movies in 1855, <laughs> you're wrong. All right. And you want to know why I know that? Is because as one of my electives last fall, like the preview, not the one we just came out of, but the one before that, I had to take a class on history of film, and it was taught by a very nice Colombian man, immigrant, 
who sweated unlike any human being I've ever seen in my entire life. Well kept. Every single class, he wore a shirt for either a 5K, 10K, half marathon, or full marathon. Like athletic, Under Armour textured fiber. And he would sweat from his deltoid down to his belt line the whole time. And I, in the winter, it would be November. And in Berkey Hall, that state, there is no climate control. It's, there's no heat, there's no AC, there's no nothing. It would be 48 degrees in the room that we were standing in, and he would sweat through not one, but two layers of shirts that he was wearing. Steroids. Steroids. Maybe, perhaps. I mean, he was 115 pounds, but maybe he's on roids. Who knows? But anyway, and that was also the class where I had to give up and make a presentation about why Shrek is the best romantic comedy ever. And I actually got extra credit for that. And I, <laughs> I got a standing ovation. So that's one of the best and most like, like when I'm reflecting on my life, right? And I'm the oldest in this room. So when I'm on my deathbed and you guys are in the hospital and they're like, oh, he's, he's finally passing over. He's, he's talking, he's, he's delusional. Oh, he's eating my nacho cheese. This is about 12 songs that have to play at your funeral that no one else is going to understand. But I yeah. hope you can it's sing just, them. It's just a never-ending playlist of like Kelly Clarkson at my funeral. No, no, I'm, I'm talking like the saxophone thing from, from GTA and Rick yeah. and Morty. But I'm going to be talking and I'm going to be like, I remember in 2019, I think I, I gave a speech about Shrek rom-com and people were standing ovation. He'd be like, okay, there, okay. And they'd like be patting my hand, my liver spotted hand. He'd be like, all right, buddy, you can go now. It's okay. And and that's that's why we're family. That's why we're family. You're going to be like ushering, like, okay, it's time. It's time. Let's go. Let's go. Be like, God, hurry it up. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. If you can make it to 100, which, I mean. You think I'm making it to 100? Technology. Making it more realistic that people are living longer. I don't know. Are they replacing all of my vital organs and my brain? The idea, I will probably die before you. More than likely. Yeah. I yeah, so. yeah, yeah. If we I, really, really think about it, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm gonna die before you. Yep. I'm okay with that. Yeah, but I'm probably gonna die uh, like doing drug deals in South America. Yeah, because I apparently do drug deals and love South America. It's like Narcos. But if we are in the same old folks' home, hmm? first of all, we're breaking out all the time. If you were in there before me, my old gaggly ass is gonna be crawling over the wall with Wendy's. Saying, you know, we probably just have like windows. like Postmates or something like that. We probably bring it to us. Nah, they don't want you to have Wendy's. Way too many calories. You're gonna shit your brains out, but you, you're gonna love it. Your your little like twenty year old. What are, what are the nurses in in old folks homes? What do they call those? CNAs. Yeah, your little CNA is gonna be like, Mr. Williams, that's way too much sodium. You can't be having that. And you're gonna be like grabbing her and stuff and be like, because eventually you get to the point where you're an old man, where you it's just okay. Don't give a fuck. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not even saying that. You get to the point where people can't be mad at you, right? You can be like it's acceptable to be creepy. Yeah, there's a dude. There's a dude that sits at the bar at my restaurant. Who he's I don't know seventy plus, right? Got got like white hair, not like decrepit, but like he's an older dude, and he's always like being like flirtatious with all like the twenty year old girls and like wanting to like hold their arms and things like that and like very. And it, and but and it's weird, and everybody acknowledges that it's weird. But it's not weird enough to where people can be like, "Oh, because he's that old, and he knows that, and he plays with that." So eventually, you get to the point where it's like, I can just be like handsy with young women and stuff like that, and make uncomfortable comments where everybody's like, <laughs> and I can make like super outdated comments. That's like, like even I can, worse in my ears. Yeah, 
<laughs> where like like no he has doesn't be but like i can make super like dated comments about different groups of people where like your grandkids and like your own kids are like oh god don't say that <laughs> like you can say those sorts of things and that's when it's gonna be the best yeah who's the guy today oh the guy today i don't even know if he was talking about you but i think he probably was what did he say again Yeah, and for those of you that, that aren't able to hear, I don't So Grace and I were at the gym, because Grace works at the gym today, and I came in, and I was before my workout, and there's this old dude with headphones on that walks up behind, like, Grace, not, like, right up on her, but maybe, like, eight feet away, and he's looking at Grace, and he goes, don't mind looking at that, like, under his breath to himself, but we both hear it, and are both just kind of, like, looking at each other and don't acknowledge his presence, and then he... <laughs> Like, is having a conversation on his Bluetooth headset with somebody on the phone, and then he just leaves. And that was that. And that was that. Yeah. And then I proceeded to have a leg day, which I needed because, uh, you know, it's in to be thick right now. It's all about that thickness. Can't be having any chicken leg boys walking around this place anymore. So, did my squats and... Uh, you already know that I was listening to A Day to Remember, which is a strange thing to listen to when you're working out hard. But, you know, it got me through it. And uh, I wasn't full-blown Raj, as in, like, like hardcore singing to myself. Even though I, I love Raj. I really do. But he sings, he sings hard. But I was, like, under and high. Yeah, but I was, like, under my breath, like, like almost like a moan to myself as I was squatting. <laughs> like, A Day to Remember. And I was, like... Like to myself the whole time, and I'm like envisioning myself in a rainy car, and I'm like, we can do it. Hinge at the hips, and then I was like, you can do it. Get down there. Get down, 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 down. ATG, and it was the slow build up. Like we can do it. Get back up. Explode. And then it hit, and I was like, I did it. We just got to do that nine more times. <laughs> and then that was pretty much my day. You you yeah. love to play with the, is this video going to get you shut down? <laughs> yeah, no, I really do. But granted, it's not a video yet. It's just a pod. So listen, if a data remember wants to come on here and be like, hey, we don't like you playing the music we made 15 years ago that people that are only your age know and or listen to, then they can do it. Yeah. The worst thing they can do is kick in my front door and see what's up. And I locked it, so joke's on them. So there you go. <laughs> so there you go. But anyway, all right, fine. Are we going to wrap this then? Are we going to do like an actual, just like a jam-packed, ready-to-roll sports one on Wednesday? Is that what we're going to do? What's today, Monday? Monday. Yeah, what time are we at? We've we got to be Jeez, over an hour, right? That was one long Monday. Yeah, we're like an hour or two. Hour or two? Okay. Fine. Well, Grace, you got your wish. We didn't do one about sports and gambling. We just did one about being stupid. So uh, for you, I guess this ed- episode is is all yours. I and feel uh, like I for got stupid on this. Yeah, and for anybody that also is here not for sports and stuff like that, which honestly is probably the majority of people. I don't consider there you go. myself the to be the women in my life. I don't yeah, consider myself my to be yeah. like definitely. I'm definitely not like a racist or anything. But there's a lot of stuff I'd like <laughs> not to, say. to be racist. <laughs> but Asian people suck. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, sorry. Proceed. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff I'd like to say. 
that I was just like, ah, better not. <laughs> it's called self-censorship, and I'm proud of you. A lot of self-censorship? Yeah. But I could get some laughs. Yeah. Listen, there have been plenty of times in my life where I needed to self-censor that I didn't. Some of them worked. Some of them didn't. And it's never, like, in a mean way. It's, like, in a funny way where, like, I think it's hilarious, and sometimes it is, but sometimes it just doesn't land right. And I'll end with this. One of my favorite stories of my restaurant career, all in all, this is pre-COVID. I'm able to actually, like, work with large groups of people. It's like a 20-top. It's a whole family. And at this time, we weren't allowed to use the cheese graters to grate cheese on the pasta and whatever else. So we had to have these bowls, and you would scoop it on a spoon, and you would just kind of shake it off said spoon. So I'm serving up dinner. The entrees are there. I've got it all set up on trays, and I'm putting things out, and I'm starting to put cheese on. And the family was really cool up to this point. Things are going well. They've got a really nice tab. Hopefully, I'm going to get a very nice fat tip out of this. And I, being my dumb self in this moment, didn't think of the potential ramifications of the comments that I am about to express to you. So I'm putting cheese onto the matriarch of the family's plate, right? And I'm, and it's, it's a weird process trying to shake grated cheese off of a spoon in a well-dispersed manner amongst the plate, right? It usually just means that a lot of it kind of just falls off in a chunk. So to account for this, I explain that we used to have cheese graters, but now I pretty much just have to try to Michael J. Fox it off a spoon. <laughs> and then the entire table in the middle on a Friday night went dead silent. I'm talking mom, dad, kids, aunts, uncles, whole family. And everybody looked at me for about a second and a half while I feel a cold drip of sweat start to stream down the back of my neck. And then everybody laughed. And then everybody laughed. And I was like, oh, thank God. And then I said to them, I thought when you all looked at me that one of your uncles had just died from Parkinson's. <laughs> and they said, nope, not yet. And I was like, oh, okay, thank God. And they were super cool about it. But that was one of those spots in life where it definitely could have gone wrong, like really wrong. And then I would have needed someone else to finish serving the meal. I would have just had to set everything down where it was, all 18 plates, and just taken off my apron, got in my car, and went home. And thank God it didn't happen, and they tipped me well. But uh, yeah, long story short, sometimes you self-censor, sometimes you don't. And sometimes when you don't, gems can happen. Sometimes you just get a lasagna of a conversation that blossoms out of it and a heck of a story. And other times you involuntarily swallow like nine times. And that's life. So there you go. There's a... Uh, <laughs> just maybe just be more relaxed and chill. And uh, and yeah, that's our pod for you. That's uh, Is it six, Jude? Seven? What is this? Figured out. Yeah, this is six. Six, okay. People to watch this can read. I mean, I make weird, oh my gosh, well, yeah, I make, I make comments and references to things that are extremely obscure in crowd, like, my favorite thing to do is almost like the Jim Halpert-esque thing, where, like, they're standing in a group of people, and, like, a conversation is happening, I make kind of, like, a quiet, under-my-breath comment that's, like, strange, or, like, a feeler to see how cool people are, and sometimes I will say something like that, and then somebody will, like, shoot me, like, did you really just say that, look, from across the group and sometimes it's a great feeler sometimes you find people that are super cool other times people report you to hr it's a fine line it's a fine line sometimes you get kicked out of college 
you never know, all right? But it's, it's, it is a good way to make friends. And I, I have met some, uh, some friends in classes doing that before. Okay, so, so we're going anyway. to wrap it up. Uh, wrap it up. So anyway, yeah, uh, long story short. Uh, what is the long story? It's too short. Anyway, over. Long story Bye. Short. See ya. Deuces. All right, out. Degenerate fast food eater by day. Train by day, Drew Rogan podcast by night. Something All like day. That. And now we're here. Deuces. Yeah,